You're tuned in for your dosage of positivity and motivation. I go by the name Lady T and I want to welcome you all to Sip of Tea, episode 29, Life's Race. But before I dive into the tea for today, I want you to sit back, relax, enjoy the intro track, and I'll be right back. Bless me, last year i honestly remember playing this song i remember the first time i think i heard this song come on on soundcloud and it just it brought tears to my eyes and every time i listened to that song thereafter it was really with intention and speaking blessings into my life i don't know i guess the song really spoke to me because a lot of the times we tend to look at the blessings of others and can't really see um, you know when we are being blessed and in some way you know I don't know about you but sometimes when you see the blessings of others you wonder you know where is your blessing you know what is the delay and you kind of feel entitled and you feel as though well yeah maybe entitled you feel as though this blessing it should be yours and in that time of wanting that other blessing we don't take the time to notice that you know we are already blessed and what i had to really realize last year was the fact that yes i am blessed and acknowledging the blessings that i do have you know would open doors for me to have greater blessings in store for myself and i just I really love this song just because it's a reminder for me to, you know, be steadfast and to really focus and be committed to my journey because at the end of the day, God still will have something in store for me 
because as he says i see you know i see what you have done for my brother so you know if you see that god can bless other people so you know that blessings can also come to you and if you did it for someone else you can be hopeful that god will again be able to do it for you too well when i'm thinking about it to myself i think about you know god being able to do it for me too because if you think about it at the end of the day we you know we all have our own stories and we all have our purposes and our pathways in this life we are all placed here for a reason and in order for us to get the most out of this life we really need to appreciate and run our race and run every single part of it you know enjoy the preparation for the race enjoy the event the actual race itself and also find time to enjoy the recovery and as we journey through this episode i want you to really focus you know and take the stroll with me through life's marathon for those of you who don't know i used to run uh, track back in high school and honestly i loved running and i love the feeling that you know running gave me i love my track family i like going to meets and meeting new people from different schools um, I love track nation. I love being a part of something and I just love as I said I love the feeling that I got when I was able to just get on the track. In high school I was really focused on school because that is how my educator sisters had raised me. So when I got the opportunity to really be involved in something co-curricular and I was able to do well in it, I I really loved it because I was able to see myself for more than just the bookworm that you know I grew up to be and running track has actually taught me a lot of lessons the journey itself can really be applied to this life the most important thing which you hear all the time is that you should focus on your race when you focus on your race you know you're able to reach your destination faster and you know you're not necessarily distracted by those who are running beside you and you hold on tighter to your specific purpose and your driving force focusing on your race is going to ensure that you hit your target and your destination and it's so important because your race is kind of like that passion and that fuel that you know is keeping you going so it's so important that we stay on our desired pathway for the rest of this episode, I want you guys to all, you know, envision yourself on life's marathon or the marathon of life. And think of this marathon as one that has many, you know, individual races. And uh, for those of you who might have a little bit of trouble referring or, you know, getting the analogy or the metaphor of the races, I'm sure you have heard of life being like a book and life having many chapters so compare your marathon to that of the book and think of the chapter as the many individual races that you have to run in this life all right cool (laughs) so when it comes to racing you have to understand that there are different types of races there are sprints and there are also long distance races Sometimes we're put into situations that, you know, 
are going to be faster than others and we can see the finish line much more easier so it's easier for us to push through that race or maybe that is our skill set like i was a sprinter and you couldn't get me to do anything over 400 meters <laughs> i'm sorry but that was my cutoff i love the 200 meters because of just being able to accelerate and pick up speed and having more time to gradually pick up my speed to get to the end of the race because i wasn't someone who started out fast out of the blocks like my reaction time is not the greatest but i am a sprinter and if you were to try and ask me to do something over 400 meters i probably wouldn't because some people are better suited for those types of races however on this marathon of life we are going to have to be training for many different types of races some of them will be sprints and others will be distances some of the races will be happening on the track and some of them will be on a track that you're familiar with but there's also sideline events that are happening on the field of your life as well and you you my friend you are the athlete you are also the author when i initially thought about this episode i really wanted to talk about running life's race i have multiple topics that come to my head from time to time and this is something that i have had on my heart i guess for a while but you guys know i don't like to come and talk about things unless i feel as though i'm also going to you know be upholding it and acknowledging it too and there was a period of time where i didn't really feel like i was running my race so when i came to reflect back on what i had previously written on my notes just about running the race it sat with me it was important but it also gave me the opportunity to analyze it from another level and that's how i came up with you know the marathon metaphor and it pretty much broke down life into a little pattern when i thought of it from that way and i kind of mentioned it a little bit in the beginning but i do think it went over a lot of your heads when i said that life's marathon is you know a series of preparation the event or the race itself and also your recovery so now i'm going to take just a few moments of your time to really go over these stages of the marathon in depth for you starting with stage one we have preparation and this is pretty much the part of the process that, as I said a little bit earlier, is very crucial because you need to take the time to initially focus, to analyze how you're going to attack and know how you're going to begin. And I know many times I myself am guilty of this as well. I want to skip the preparation phase and literally jump right into the race. But the problem with that is we end up entering a race that we are unprepared for. And ultimately, with the lack of preparedness, we, as I said, you know, we can determine our fate. We might not win that race. There are times when we might get lucky and, you know, push through and win the race or qualify to get to the next race. However, when you get to that next race, you may not be so lucky. And this is gonna be a really big track reference in the next race or in the race like okay for example the olympics 
some people don't have to run qualifiers because they have already, you know, they already have the reputation built up. They have the repertoire. So they really go to the very first heat. But there's people who have to run the qualifier at the Olympics, qualify, and then get into the first heat. The thing with the heats is you have heats that get staggered based on people's times. So you might be in a slower heat, but then when you qualify, you're now put with the people who won the previous heat. So people who may have been running faster than you. So what I'm really trying to break down with this explanation <laughs> is that yes, you might not be prepared, but you might still win. But when you get to the next race, you're not going to be able to move past it right away without taking time to prepare and train because you're now in a heat that is faster. You had your prelims, you had your heat, you have your semis, and now you have your finals, and you're running with Usain Bolt. You might have gotten every other place being unprepared, but now you're with Bolt and Gatlin. I, that's who came to my head first. I'm so sorry for the people who do not like him, but this is what came to my head first. But that is the new heat. So yes, you might be prepared, or are partially prepared per se, and you could qualify to the next heat, but you might not be ready to run the next race. If we take the time to train and do our research, train our mind, set our routines, and do the groundwork so that we can set ourselves up to win the initial race, then when we get to the next one, we're actually prepared and we can well, maybe coast through this one or we might not have to do as much work to prepare because we had already set our foundation properly the first time. Remember, and this is a reminder for myself as well, that most people do not plan to fail, they fail to plan. I told you guys time and time again, I really jumped into podcasting. I loved it. I love it still. I enjoy it. That's why I'm still here. However, had I taken the time to prepare, I could have saved myself from a lot of confusion and I would have necessarily had to make so many changes as I've been going through this. So remember when we do not plan, we're simply, you know, we're pretty much setting ourselves up for failure because when we prepare and we actually do the groundwork for our race, we begin to you know, notice our strengths and we also can understand our weaknesses and we know the work that we have to really get done and what we can improve upon to ultimately be our best selves and you know win that race. On to number two, which is actually the race itself. And that is the actual task that you have been preparing for. It could be an exam, it could be preparing to launch a business, a brand, a YouTube channel. It could be preparing to take the next step of your life. You could be going on to postgraduate school. You could be moving out of the country, something drastic, something small, but you're here and you are ready to begin your race. It is time for the show. So you get there, you do your warm-ups, you set your blocks, which is where your feet go. <laughs> um, and that pretty much if your blocks are set correctly and if you come out of your blocks properly, you have a, you have an advantage to get a jump start or a head start on the race. So you warm up, you set your blocks, and you know, you're ready to have this blast off start. 
and you know you practice your attack so pretty much when most people line up at the starting blocks um most of the time everyone does a test run on their own count in their own head just to practice their breathing and relax their nerves just to practice how you bolt out of those blocks when it's time so you've done that little practice because you have prepared and you know what you need to do you're all warmed up and you are ready to go then you hear that the race is about to begin and you calmly get into your blocks and wait and for me when i was on the track <laughs> in that moment i would also pray i would close my eyes and i would visualize the finish line and i would definitely set my mind to you know be ready to persevere and focus on that race until i've hit my mark or i have reached that finish line now the thing about the race is you can also be met with many uncertainties and Remember in overcoming your challenges where we talked about life's hurdles? You could be running a street sprint, you could be running a hurdle, a race with hurdles in them, you could be running a marathon, but let's say there are other things that you know could obstruct your race metaphorically and in the actual physical sense. Um, let's say, you know, for one, you could potentially false start the race where you think you're ready and you jump the gun. In normal times, like if this were the Olympics, you will not be able to run this race. You would honestly have to sit out and wait till next year, do all the training and preparation and get prepared to run this race. However, with life's race, even if we do, you know, false start, think of it as I guess a high school or middle school meet, you have the opportunity to go back in your blocks and still start the race itself over without starting from the preparation phases. But that is just one thing that could potentially happen. You know, on your race, you could also become injured and then have to take a pause from the race for a while. But then when you do get back into your race, everything starts to flow again and the time away helped you to, you know, be better. So whatever it is, whatever obstacles that might come while you're on your race, it's important to just continue to focus on it. And if you're not running that race right now, do the preparation again until you're able to pick up the pieces and start that race over. You have to keep on pushing when you're running your race. Josh and I had this saying which we came about when it was my last year of university and I was honestly just like tired. I was like, can school be done? I only had presentations. I didn't even have any exams that year because of the classes I was taking. But I was just so ready to be done in school. I had what he calls an under the table moment where I started bawling and I literally went underneath the table. If you went to Brock, I was in the fishbowl and underneath the table in the computer lab. <laughs> and. Uh, bawling my eyes out because i was just so frustrated with school and he reminded me like t what do we do when we are getting to the end of our race and he reminded me that we push harder ever since that moment anytime i feel like giving up when i'm nearing the last stretch i have to remember that at the end of the race we go harder we finish our race and we finish stronger and even if you are in the beginning, like, let, let, yeah, not the beginning, but if you're at the front of your race, like for me, I was finished, finished everything. 
what I have to remember in this race metaphor is that there's always an opportunity to improve your time. Usain Bolt broke his own world record on multiple occasions. He didn't stop. I mean, there was that one race he did look around <laughs> and we saw how that impacted his time. He did not beat his record then. But for the most part, when he was really starting up and he was just focused on his race, he kept on pushing. There was no one beside him to run with, but he kept pushing because you could always improve your time. This is your race and these are your goals and these are your objectives and you will hit your mark. You just have to keep on persevering and finish strong because you deserve it because you have done the preparation, because you have been courageous to start your race and journey through it, you definitely deserve to see yourself through it. The last stage of the race before it begins to repeat and you're preparing for another race is the recovery. And this is something that I will be reminding myself of a lot this year because I see that there's going to be a lot of different races and challenges and I'm excited for them. I'm excited for the challenge to be better than I was the day before. I'm excited for the challenge to take up new opportunities and to do things again that I never thought were possible. But I do also need to remember the importance of the recovery. I need to remember that it is important to stop and check in with myself and congratulate myself at the end of each race, even if I might end up having, you know, even if I might, even if I might end up having to redo the race again, it's okay because I finished this one and now I know what the race is going to be like and I know what to expect and I know how to change the preparation stages to attack better and differently. I need to remember to analyze what I did in this race so that for future races I can apply. And then I can also put a plan of action, you know, together for training and preparation for the next race or for the race that I'm doing again. And I also really need to remember to enjoy the off season while I can. Rest, reflect, recuperate. <laughs> And I really need to remember that I'm no use to anyone, including myself, if I have not taken that time for much needed recovery. There is the possibility of burning out and I really want to avoid that at any cost this year. That's going to mean more self-care, that's going to mean more focus on recovery. That's going to mean that when I do something, I don't be super hard on myself for what I couldn't get done. And I appreciate what I have done within, you know, the means that I have available to me. And after I have finished that recovery, when life says it's time to start preparing for another race, I will get back up and I will do the groundwork for that race. I will do the preparation and I will get ready for the next race that's coming and to repeat the process all over again. Now, I hope that you didn't get too lost in this metaphor and I hope I did a good job of explaining this to you. And I hope that you guys really remember the stages of this marathon and the races that you're running and the importance of focusing on your race. I, for one, am really happy that 
I was able to but I was able to put this out for you all because as I said there was a point in time where I felt as though I was entitled to more you could see and I wasn't really focusing on my race and I was allowing the distractions or all the external factors to impact me and it threw me off <laughs> to start doing the preparation and groundwork for my future. I have my goals set out. I have the long-term vision. However, I wasn't necessarily doing my preparation so that when it comes time for me to run those races, I will not fall on my behind. <laughs> and in the time of last year, it really allowed me to notice where I am and understand that you know maybe I really wasn't ready. So the things that I was jealous about other people having. It really wasn't my time because I still have a lot of work to do till I can even get to that level. And also reminding me that I don't know what life has thrown at other people that has gotten them to that stage that they are in right now. And made me realize that I really need to focus on my race because whatever's due to me will come to me in due time. Right now, I'm on my marathon and I'm really running my races. And this time has really just been met with focus and preparation. And as I said, I'm focusing on the recovery so that I can really stop running certain races because I've had to rerun races because I haven't learned lessons. And I don't like that. I told myself years ago, remember I have a journal entry about being on this revolving Ferris wheel of life that just continues to go and every time I think I've gotten on it for some reason I'm back going you know, over the same experiences and I I didn't want to do that anymore I'm going to continue getting off of that Ferris wheel and I hope I don't have to rerun any more races but I don't know what the next races will bring to me and what they will have in store but I do know that I'm going to focus on running where I am qualified to run and eventually I will get to those next stages of life. If you've fallen from yourself or you're trying to get back, please be patient while you cultivate and work on your new you. I personally don't know when exactly I began to lose myself, but I definitely could tell when I was lost. And as I personally take that journey back to self, to what I love, and you know, I start to run my race, or continue my marathon and run whatever races come next and uh, you know I start to really love myself for all that I am and I start to unpack the parts that I put away that I used to be ashamed of you know I have to realize that it's going to take time especially since I am trying to merge all that I love about myself and all that I loved about the little girl that I was growing up that, as I said, I put away. And as I learned to embrace the woman I become, I really have to just focus on my journey. I know personally that my journey, because of where it is that I want to go, is not going to be easy. But I am dedicated and I am committed to my work. And I am going to find that balance a quote from my book that i've been reading by leila delia vibrate higher daily that i'll leave you with before i give you some reminders for running the race 
is if you're outgrowing who you are, you are right on schedule. Keep evolving. Keep evolving. Keep on pushing and persevering on your races and on your marathon. Each race is a new level, it is a new chapter, it is a new opportunity for you to evolve and to grow with yourself. And before I go, I wanted to leave you with some reminders for running your marathon and focusing on your race. And the very first one is to understand that all inspiration comes from somewhere, which is what I had to realize. Those people who I wanted to be or I wanted to have a certain lifestyle of, they in a way were an inspiration. And the moment I recognized that and stopped necessarily being jealous of what they had, it allowed me to realize what I have and what I can work towards and how I can one day get there or get past there. How I had to really take this was that, you know, the best of something is always, you know, or usually an improvement of something else. Like we had to start somewhere. We have to evolve. We had to see what worked, what didn't work and what we could change to essentially make everything better. But we really need to focus on ourselves and if we're going to be inspired by people allow it to just you know be that we need to remember our guiding light you can be inspired by someone but you shouldn't necessarily let exactly everything that they're doing be what you try to do because what works for them may not work for you and you have your own passion you have your own purpose and it's important to remember that you can always use you know other people as a guiding light or you know as inspiration or you know a little lamp while you're on your pathway but don't let it dictate you know where you should go or how you should live your life because those people are not on the same mission as you they're not on your journey and it's important to stay your course because only you can be you second reminder or tip i don't know if i should call them reminders or tips but I'm going to, I guess, reminders is what I'll call them. But the second one is to really pick your team well. Now, track is a sport that's normally an individual race. However, depending on, well, yeah, everyone has their teams. In high school, you have your team. University, you have your team. Sometimes you are competing against your team members. However, I think that's what I liked about track. At the end of the day, if you're competing against them, you guys are still working together. You're doing your training together and your preparation together. If one of you wins, it's a win for all of you. Like when Team Jamaica wins, Team Jamaica wins. The year Jamaica got the one, two, three, uh, when we had Shelly Ann and uh, Veronica Campbell Brown, and I think it was another young, um, a, a young Olympian that I can't remember her name, and Jamaica got the gold, the silver, and the bronze. That was amazing. And, and yes, you know, Pocket Rocket had the gold, which we probably all expected, but everyone was happy for each other. And maybe only Shellyanne would have won the race. We were still happy because we still had three Jamaicans in that finals. And you know, it, track is just a different kind of team. So pick your team well. <laughs> You're going to draw motivation from your friend groups and your everyday circles. So pick your team. Sometimes you might be able to even pick the track that you're training on. So if you can go and train in an ideal environment for you do that, you might not necessarily run the race in that environment, but you were able to train elsewhere. And as I say that, I think about me, you know, moving back to like the Niagara region. 
that is where I'm doing my preparation. My race may not necessarily, or the race I'm thinking of, it might lead me back home, it might lead me elsewhere, but I needed to go to a terrain that allowed me to really focus on my training and my preparation. And I really do feel like that year away from home and not necessarily being in school, just being able to focus on me and my growth has really been instrumental in shaping the woman I'm becoming. So pick your team well and you know, if you can pick your terrain, pick your terrain as well. And for people who are transitioning in life, please remember the preparation is important. At the beginning of your race, you do not want to go into something that you're unqualified for because not all the time will you be lucky. And I know sometimes in life you're thrown into a race without necessarily knowing that it's coming and in that moment is when you really have to just push and persevere and think of every moment as a learning opportunity you might come out a winner but in the event that you have to redo that race or redo that stage or redo that project you now are aware of what you need to do to make sure that this time you will be successful Reminder number three or four, I don't really know because I think I gave you two or three in the last one. <laughs> but the second last reminder is that the start of the race is very crucial to getting ahead. However, it doesn't determine where you'll end. For me, as I said, I had a very slow reaction time, but I'm the kind of person that gradually picked up speed. And that's why I love the 200 meter because by the time the 100 meter was done, like I, I would say I would get to, you know, a considerable spot of the race. However, the 200 meter allowed me the opportunity to really keep pushing because I had speed endurance. So most people start good, the first 75 meters is good, but by the time people are getting into like, you know, the last 75, 50 meters of the race, a lot of people start to give up and that's when I would really start to push and power through. So you might have a bad start, but that doesn't mean that you cannot finish strong. And also some people, for the people who do have a good start, my reminder for you is to never get comfortable because you can always start fast and the people behind you could catch up and you could fall behind, especially if you're looking around to see where they are to see if they're catching up to you. So please, on your journey, on your race, keep on powering through, keep on pushing and persevering till you reach your goal. Remember, and this is my final reminder, at the end of the race, we do what? We go harder. We persevere. We push through. The race may have been long, but do you really want to restart this level just because you decided to give up and not give it your all? I wouldn't want to. And I hope that you wouldn't want to either. Now that's all the tea for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you've heard, be sure to follow and subscribe to Sip of Tea on whatever platform you're listening on. For daily motivation and positivity, follow us on Instagram at Sip of Tea Podcast. And to get the tea when it's hot, just click the link in the description box to join our mailing list. This was your girl, Lady T, and I'm signing off 
until the next sip of tea. I deserve your blessings. I